More disgusting programming. How did your parents punish you? And Missy Eats Crow. Kinda. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. I learned a new hand sign. Do you see it? Do you see it? Llama? Instead of doing the I love you. It's not a llama. It's a wolf. This is how we do at my son's new college. The wolf pack? They all do this dumb thing. And it kind of hurts your hands. So it's very funny. Yeah, because I have the arthritis. How are you? I used to sign a lot. And I used to have like wrist pain. I know. He just Butters doesn't like started. it. I butter with my started. friends, super friends. Okay, so super friends. We've been talking for a half an hour. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, and he's been super silent. Everything's silent, and now he's bumping the door. Now he's whoopity waff waff warf bark. Holy shit, Amy! The house behind me. There's a family. Well, it's really a, a mother and her two kids. Now, um, she's actually one of the people who got involved in a very sensitive situation in our school when she had no fucking business to, um, and started trash talking a six, 15 year old, um, due to a pregnancy what? and what kind of, pa- yeah, what kind of parent and their kid got pregnant. I'm like, uh, she was raped. So shut your fucking mouth. So this person, <gasps> her family is falling apart. And I just found out she rented part of her house to a guy who's Uh-oh. right. Who has a dog. Well, I have three of them whose fence line matches up with your fence line, and now my dogs are going ape shit. So my life is about to change. I'm going to try to convince this guy he'd like to move and not be there. Is the mouthy whore still in the house, or did she rent the entire house? She is, with her kids. Oh, great. So now every time you have an issue with the tenant's dog, you're going to have to take it up with Gossip Bitch. No, I don't. I don't talk to her at all. Wow! Um, but I will talk to him. You're will, so I, good. I can't do that. I can't do the shutout. I can't, especially if it was a neighbor. But don't you know I'm I'm in my own self-imposed quarantine, and I have been for about seven years. Well, <laughs> you just that's just your reality bubble where you keep right. everything inside the house. But if you do have to come into contact with somebody else, like get your fucking dog off my fucking 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 fuck. If you, I'm saying. You probably won't talk to her. You, I heard you say, I won't talk to her because she's such a terrible person who, who sex shames a teenager yes. who was P.S. raped. Right. So instead, I think what you're saying is, I won't talk to her because fuck you. You're another human and you're not in my house. I'm not speaking. No, I don't talk despicable. to people. She's despicable. I won't have anything to do with her. Well, fuck her. She can't control the dog or really the tenant. So if I have a problem with that guy and or his dog, I'm going to go to him. I just met him. He was lovely. He's here for a job. He's got a Oh, he's here for rental. a job. All right. Ooh. Hey, what She's kind of cute. dog? Hey, what kind of dog? She's cute. She was part like an all black, like German Shepherd lab mix. So like mm. a ger- big German Shepherd just oh, in a smaller size. Wow. So I would love it if my dogs could play with her. Like yeah. If- are, but they're not neutered. You got the one who doesn't like the stupping, but they're, they're all are they super, they're super uh, salinated. What's the word I'm called? We're vaccinated. Vasectomized. You plucked them. Do you not remember the day I got one of my dogs? He had a hard nut. <laughs> yeah, they had they had the lost nut. I remember yeah. lost the lost How nut. How many nuts did you lose count when removing nuts? One. I can't remember. You got girls too for some reason though. So I'm trying to remember. I would think that they'd all be no bueno sexo. Well, I would rather them just be able to run. She looks super fast. So if you throw her in the mix in the backyard and you could run for a couple of acres, uh, why, not? Why, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Get your why not, get I your say. get your woof on. I love it.
Yeah, so I teased a couple of things starting out this episode. One of them was how did your parents punish you? And I'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> So it's my, a real toe tapper. Yeah, so my kid at the ripe old age of 16 and a half yep. asked me if he could take the car, his car. Sure, yeah. And drive an hour and a half from us to stay over at his grandparents' house, where they are not right now because they're in oh. in this they're in Florida in the south. He wants to drive to the Poconos with a friend to stay overnight on a Friday night, or get night a night pass, but go ski snowboarding. Sure, Saturday morning, the two of them spend the day there and then come home. Okay. Will I let them drive to the Poconos, spend the night at their at his grandparents' house without anybody else there, two 16-year-olds, and go to, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking, and go to the mountain, get your pass, suit up, go down. Like, do, do I let him do that all on his own? My first response is, no fucking way. You're not mature enough to clear a goddamn dining room table. There's no way you're mature enough to. There's no. That's my first response. Who's the friend? Who's the friend? Give me the lowdown. What's the cop talk about the friend? How do you say? Give me the. What's the. There's some abbreviation. Okay. Friend. Friend talk. Go. Friend talk. Good. He's delightful. Yeah. He's a he's a great kid. I love his parents. You know the parents. You know the friend. I presume you know your child. Yeah. But that's who I don't trust. They both know how to ski. (laughs) They both know how to ski yeah. or this would be, that's, that's another consideration is safety on the unattended mountain yes. all day because they're also their only mode of transportation. That to me is the bigger thing. Drive an hour, not my favorite time of day, not my favorite staying someplace. Mm, super not my favorite. All of your grandparents, everything is there. If you leave something on or irresponsible at something, you have to make beds with fresh sheets after you leave. Like, you just have to leave it like you found it. Oh, they're not yeah. doing any. They're not doing. They're not doing fresh sheets on the beds. That's a requirement. The answer is no. That's not happening. That <laughs> shit won't happen. I know that already. They're not even sleeping in the beds though. Bring a knapsack of some kind. They're sleeping on the sofa and the floor. That's where they're sleeping. You don't get to sleep in a bed because you're not gonna fucking make it and bring all your germany germs up in there. No, my answer was yes. My answer was go and go with God. But. This is a child who has a job. I am concerned that someone's going to get hurt. I am concerned. I don't like, here's what I don't like. If this was, if substitute, this is how my world works. Substitute, we're going to a required thing. We're going to a theater conference festival play that we've, you know, earned our right to be in. We have to go perform. We have to be there. Have to. Somebody's got to get us there. We're both going. We have a place to stay. Why wouldn't we go? Or more likely, it's a lacrosse thing. So, the reason that we don't like the kids to go to the lacrosse things by themselves is because if somebody gets hurt, how is that managed? Because the hurt is not hurt on a ski slope, hurt in a lacrosse field, potentially is not a small hurt. It's not a oopsie. Right. It's a woo, woo. Yeah, it's really or whatever right. ambulance sounds are. So yeah, they come and it's <laughs> in this not country. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know. I'm my brain. I'm I'm so tired. I'm so tired. My favorite part to get back to this because we haven't solved it yet is we went out Friday night. We had like this big celebration we went out friday night <laughs> and and talked i'll tell you about it we'll come back to it i'll tell you about it and we were talking about what was going to happen the next day it turned into an impromptu sleepover with the kids and all this kind of a stuff and so we left and at the friday night brian's saying oh he can say it's fine i'll go get him tomorrow it's not a big deal he doesn't have to be xyz until this time i'll just go get him it's no problem fine 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 
<laughs> so the next morning, I'm waking Brian up at 11 o'clock. You have to go get, you have to go get Petey. So you said you were going to get him, right? He's, he's still, uh, where is he? Is he upstairs? No, he's sleeping at our friend's house. When did he get there? Last no. night when you were there. What do you mean? When did he? What? When you said. And you say. said, I'll go get him. And he said, that's a lie. And I'm like, all right, now we got to backtrack because I'm not going. That's my fa- So it was a very fun Friday night. When people get hurt on a ski slope, when people get hurt in a lacrosse field, you need an adult and you don't own, I presume, you have to tell me that you don't own the mountain, that you don't own the ski resort. Right. So it's not like you can say, Jackson, my do darlings will be there on Saturday. Would you, would you lend an eye? You know, nothing. So you're there. If they, you know, wrangle themselves around a tree, one of them's going to have to giggle while the other is just like, (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) And that's it. Right. It's going to bleed out on the hill. So sudden those two become beavis. There's no, (laughs) yeah. So it's like, and even at the lightest end of the spectrum, somebody chips a tooth, does whatever impedes the ability to drive home now what are you doing you got to get him the hell home that's the part where i'm like if they were going up there for we're gonna go to a chess tournament at a nerd's house right. so <laughs> that's not my kid i don't know yeah. it's he's young he's young but he also uh, exhibit a he fucking went to japan with these people not recently everybody don't panic not recently exhibit b he's not he a tool Right. Exhibit C. He's your oldest. You're never going to be ready. So I've let him. He's fucking going. He's going. That's it. So I, I'm sending him this summer with the car away for the summer. Like, here, go what? ahead. That's too yeah, he's, much. No, Why? He's a, he's a counselor at camp. So he drives the car to camp. And at night they go out. They go to, I don't know, Turkey Hill or Wawa. They get themselves whatever. They have a day off. He has the car for a day off. I'm giving him freedom this summer. And in my head... I thought, all right, well, he's going to be 17 years old. So that's the difference, right? So then you can have that. You can do that. Go. But now to go someplace where, I don't know, it's to me, there's like a skull and crossbones on this one. It's a dangerous kind of scene that he'd be walking into. And I don't love it. I'd say it's a mixed bag. I'd say you're right to say no. I say you're right to say yes. So it's a complete fence sitting judgment. And only you and Dr. Stu get to make this decision. He's coming home today. He was in Florida with his friends for oh, um, fun, fun, fun. for four days. Okay, so he goes to Florida for four days, and that's typically when shit goes sideways. That's typically here, right? every fucking week he goes to Florida for four days, but okay. You can tell him that, because when I do, we fight about it. So, oh, um, doubtful. Dubious. Right. Okay. Dubious. Florida. So he's in Florida, and he, while down there, we have a little camera down there that lets you look at... Just like the family room. And if you push it all the way to the right, you could see like the Gulf of Mexico. It's delightful. You could see the lanai and out to the water. Lovely. Well, he unplugged it. So what does that tell me? (laughs) That you're starting this weekend unplugging a camera. It tells me you're a shady motherfucker is what it tells me. He's not shady though. He's not. Well, Well, I guess his friends are and he's covering for friends who are shady. So that's so I thought, oh, that's a really good way to start the weekend. Send go away and say, sorry, you can't watch, you know, and he he wrote me and said, I'm unplugging the camera or something like that. Yeah, that's how shady people act. That's why I'm saying he doesn't even know how to spell shady. He's so not shady. Uh, Melissa, I'm going to watch you. I'm going to unplug the camera because we might be watching some R-rated movies. 
My friends don't want you to listen. How do you like that impersonation, Stu? (laughs) (laughs) I just turned you into the weirdest weirdo. All right. The lisp really sold it. (laughs) My My friends don't want you to hear them complain about their wives. I'm like, complain about their wives? That's bullshit. Your friends aren't complaining about their wives. No, 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 no. And it's like, what could they be watching on the TV? They turned it off because of the strippers. No, I don't see the TV. They, you go out for that. You don't bring that into it's your the house. Strippers. No. Or you to do be that honest, in the pool. I didn't even notice, and I didn't care. So, right. and I, I really like these guys. So I would want to help if I. And I didn't realize that there was the listen. There was just the watch. But okay, good to know. Next time. Good to oh know. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. So I find the whole thing very funny. Very very funny. Well, I don't want an eye or an ear in on that weekend. If I did, I would have said, <laughs> You'd fucking I'm go. coming too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming too because I own that place. It's in my name and I'll right. be there. I say who? Yeah. I say how much. Yeah, and I don't. I don't want in on that at all. I agree. I agree. Love it. How did your parents punish you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, I do know one. My mother used to make me write essays. <sighs> I, had to, I ran out in traffic one time and she made me write <laughs> A four-page, this, uh, this one time, I ran out of traffic. So I ran out of traffic, and she, uh, when we got home, I had to write this. I remember it was four pages. I had to write a fucking description of all the reasons that this was inappropriate and stupid and dangerous and, like, with with exhibits and all the rest of this shit. Like, I had to, I had to fucking write it all down. Is that what you do for your kids? Yeah, because I'm super, I'm the best at parenting and I have, I have a very detailed setup. No, I don't. When they do something wrong, I'm like, you alive? That's okay. I don't do that. Maybe it's terrible. Maybe knock that off a little. No, it's, if anything, I don't even know how they landed here. My discipline game isn't working, number one, but my discipline game is just not on par with the rest of the society. I mean, all the way coming up with these other moms, you would see how they handle little tiny kids not doing their homework or having technology or not having technology and turn it off and it has to go in this cubby at this time. And, you know, we just never really got that together. And then when they get far enough along, it either comes down to, and I've got three, it either comes down to, I didn't have to do it before. You don't get to implement this new strategy now because you read a book. I'm like, why don't you fuck <laughs> off? And then the next one comes up and says, okay, so the other one or the oldest, my favorite comes in and says, here are all the restrictions that were levied against me and how long I had to wait to have X, Y, Z. And now with the next one, you're giving all of these wishes are granted. And with the third one, it's like you give them a chainsaw and a pack of matches. Go have fun, kids. Right? So they just, they, they recognize the slide to the point where I admit it to the oldest one. I say, look, oldest, here's how it's going to go down. It's about fucking survival for parents. It was two on one. Yeah. We were trying to figure it out, doing all the things. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't work. And we had to move forward. Just like you. You had no one to look to for an example. And then your brother comes along. He has you to look to for an example. And we have our experience to look to. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't work. And P.S. Add on to it. The two of you fucking together, it's a whole new dynamic that nobody recognized. Right. So we're trying to deal with all of that. And I admitted this to him. I said, look, we're also in a different place physically and financially. So we're stressed more. We're older. We're fucking tired. We have more money now than when we did with you and the same when the third one comes along. Or we have less. Or we have this. Or we have that. So some of these things, we had the energy and the wherewithal to make happen or not right? Some of the stuff that was denied to you, it's because we couldn't afford it. 
And so it's we would say, no, you're not getting that because there's no way you're getting it. And also it's bad for you. Now it's just we're being mean. Whereas before, you, you know, we're being. Could you try and say to him, instead of calling me on it, <laughs> wouldn't you try to take advantage of it? Yeah. Well, and we do try to point out you're the oldest. Here are the, here are the unique advantages that you earn in this position. And we say to the one in the middle, here are the unique advantages that you earn in this position. And we always yeah. say to the youngest, here are, no, there, there are unique advantages to being in the middle. Absolutely. There are unique hardships and there are unique advantages to every pecking order position in line, for sure. And the littlest, everybody thinks he's got a dream come true, but it's completely not not so. Brian was the oldest in his family. I am the youngest in my family. So we come to it from that perspective. So we both already know. Yeah. Top ain't all it cracked up to be. Bottom ain't all it cracked up to be. Middle. What can I say? I, I look for the I look for the silver lining. He's got his own bag of bullshit, though. Anyway, parents and discipline. I don't know. I don't do it very well. I don't even really remember. But that's and everybody's probably already thinking, oh, yeah, you're the youngest. Oh, yeah. You don't remember. You didn't have free for all. And God bless him. My brother would, would, um, he was, you know, Sir Mix-a-Lot. He would, he would become involved in things that required some discipline. So, uh, there was a lot of focus. It's a lot of focus on the other, uh, other ring in the three ring circus. So I was like, boop, 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 do what you want. Yeah. I mean, I could also see, oh, I'm not doing that. I mean, that's one of the unique advantages. I'm like, hmm, check that box. I too was the third of three. Stuart as well, third of three. We literally chose not to have ourselves when we decided oh. to stop at two kids. It's hard when you have a partner who works weekends and you already know that you have two soccer schedules. For you, it's lacrosse. For us, it was soccer. Sure. How am I going to be on two fields at the same time? And my kids were pretty much the same age. They're only 13 months apart. So it's not like, oh, it's early. The little kids play earlier and we have a meal and it's just at the same time and two it's totally just different fields. go. You're fucked. Is the name of the tune. Yes. Well, how did so your parents, how did your parents punish you? My little blonde friend. So <laughs> we, we lost things like TV. We had go to your room time, like, you know, spend solitary time. Uh, all right. My brothers had music. I had. I probably had music too. I probably had show tunes that kept me busy. Yada da 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 da. But yeah, it was. I didn't really need to be punished because I had two older brothers who did lots of shit wrong, and I saw. Yeah. I don't need. I don't want it. I don't want in on any of that nonsense. Like I didn't want to be a part of it. But I, I purchased this gift for my parents, and this is not a plug, although it could be if we got paid for it which we do not. I purchased this gift called StoryWorth. Have you ever heard of StoryWorth? No. I thought of another way they punished me, by the way. Tell me about StoryWorth. Oh, wait. Tell me your punishment first. Oh, the other one is because I was like, surely. And I was running in my head. It's not that I was good. And I was thinking, why did I do I not remember punishments? Are they not effective? Did I not get them that often? What could it be? What could it be? I was very active in sports and in ev I overcommitted in every fucking thing. So I wasn't there a lot for them to be the ones doing it. I remember coaches interaction in terms of negativity far more. Okay. But in terms of the punishment, whenever I would get up in it somehow, ugh, here's what my mother would do. It was fucking awful. She would say, okay, you're just going to stay with me today. And I would have to go with her and physically hold her hand and go through her entire day with her at her side. 
She's like, until you can learn how to act, you're just going to stay by me. So we would be in the supermarket. She's talking to everybody in the supermarket. This is my daughter, Amy. She's with me today because she's forgotten how to behave. So she's just going to stick by me. She's going to be my shadow. Shaming. Go fucking everywhere. I went to her fucking job. It was awful. It was fucking awful. I don't even remember what I did, but I don't do it anymore. That Public shit, shaming. That shit got burned out of my fucking head. <laughs> Public shaming. I'm not really adverse to that. I, I kind of like the idea of the public shaming. I think that worked on us as well. Well, it was probably a pretty, pretty common go-to move. But what is story worth? I feel like I've heard about this. What is this? So when, you know, I, I can't, I really always felt like I couldn't do right by any gifts I got my parents. This is return. That's not what we like. How come oh my you can't, God! How come you can't get anything right, you stupid bitch? You know. Just you the know. loving answers. The, I think there's a whole uh, there's a whole line of greeting cards at Hallmark for them. It's a whole aisle. <laughs> there, there might be for my shitty daughter. <laughs> That's so, a little flag. <laughs> so this company, I've Stop. I get my cards from there. So this company sends your elderly relative a weekly prompt. For them to write about. Oh, okay. Right? So yeah, at okay. every week, 52 weeks in a year for 52 prompts, they write <laughs> a page or if you're lucky, a couple of pages. Turns out my parents only really write paragraphs, but okay. So they get this prompt and they write a paragraph or a page or whatever about it and they send it back to the company. And after a year, the company turns it into a book. So you have this memory of this person about whom you already have preconceived notions <laughs> and through experience or through whatever, through your viewpoint of seeing your elderly relative. And they send you a beautiful bound book and then they charge you for every other book you would like. And I think I really only need one book. One of us is going to die sooner and that gives the book to the <laughs> other. So last week, the prompt that my mother got is, have you ever been a hero to someone and has anyone ever been a hero for you? Okay. All right. You say, okay, like this is a human. It's really easy to give, <laughs> easily gives credit and easily gives accolades to other people. This to me, in my view of this, had to be the hardest question of all. What was your first whatever, your first trip? Has anyone ever been a hero to you? Wait, no. I'm totally self-made. This is, a, this is it. So I thought for a week, I'm thinking, who could her heroes be? Her mother? Now, wait, do you get the same prompt? How do you know what prompt she's getting? Well, because I paid for this service. So, the so service they sort of alert me. you. Okay. They alert me. And then they send me what she writes. Before it comes out in a book, I get an email that has this, this stuff in it. Oh, my parents would never comply. This just would never work. I asked first because it's not wildly inexpensive. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't even fucking remember anymore. But I thought, well, if you're not going to do no, it. No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't fill out baby fucking books. They're not doing this shit. They've refused to fill out the baby books. So, well, did they refuse for your oldest sibling or just you? I didn't ask for me. I asked for me saying, when did this happen for me? And the answer was, I don't remember. How could I remember? That's a long time ago. We have a very loving household. There's a lot of history and storytelling. 
all of that is preserved very carefully. And when I sent the baby books, like, or brought the baby books and said, here's these segments. Can you put your memory? Can you put your whatever? And they go, okay. <laughs> and it went in the corner and it never, yeah, there's not, there's not ever fucking ever, ever, ever fucking getting filled out. I so, found out there were millions of pictures of my oldest brother. There were half a million pictures of yeah, my second oldest yeah, brother. And there was no yeah. record that their daughter that they wanted for three births was even born because, yeah, we already did that picture thing and the You run thing out of time and film. There's not any more film. Interest, they don't make film you know, anymore. And that's when <laughs> the, the other film. siblings. It's right. <laughs> then the other siblings started smoking pot and doing all the other things. Sure. Sucking up all the attention. Punished, all of the air in the room. Yeah. So hero, huh? Okay. So she gets this prompt. And I think I, I just want to I want to make sure that this comes through loud and clear because all of this is like, oh, geez, there, she's fucking compliant. She's doing the work. She's baby stepping, Bob. She's doing the work. I wouldn't get that shit. That's that's a way to show love, Melissa. Yes, you're right. And I thought about why is she compliant with this? Why oh. is she doing this? First, I thought when I asked, will you do it? She said, but then I thought. It's therapy, kind of. Like, she's being heard. It's her podcast. Somebody's asking me a question. I get oh, to talk about God, me. Oh, God, you're right. It's the, Here's the microphone, I'm going to take Sally. this opportunity. Yes, I'm going to take this opportunity. <laughs> I forgot. It turns it into the All About Me show. I forgot. Okay. No, that's right. right. So, somebody's asking me about me. <laughs> I'm in. Right? Here goes. Gosh. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Her first sentence, I'm, I'm just going to give you a recap, but her first sentence yeah, yeah. is, I do not believe I have ever been a hero to anyone. Aww. Perhaps during my teaching years, I might have set an example to some of my students, but there's no way for me to know that. I want you to know that I taught for a lot less time than she did, and I had several people <laughs> tell me what a difference I made in their lives. And for, whatever. Fine. Fine, 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 fine. Bette Midler has a song about you. Am I the wind beneath your wing? You're the, did she ever know she, you were Bette Midler's hero? She's running yeah. on a beach telling you about this. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. So, and, and I have to say, Mom, you don't have to say that. I'm sure as a teacher, by default, you were inspiring to somebody. I'm sure she was. I have no doubt. Hold on to your panties, because at times she was a hero, or uh, I don't think hero is the right word, but I think Hero's she was- a weird word. All right, it is reading. a weird keep word. Keep reading. Keep telling Slightly your Slightly inspirational in that she reinvented herself, I would say, 35 times while I was under her thumb. She sold encyclopedias. She sold, she had, I would say, 30 jobs while I was in that house with them. Can I ask, was there an economic incentive to this? Or was this, I'm going to be someone new today. Like, was there a requirement? Like, I got to make some scratch. I don't know. Because that doesn't money... make any sense. I didn't, I, my, my guess is that you were going to say, no, they were fucking fine. So this was her trying to find a purpose. Money in our family was never discussed. It's it was tacky to even think about discussing. And that's the okay truth. Period. Everywhere. Right. So money's not something that was ever discussed. I don't know if she just didn't want to be home or sit home or whatever. She had a she had a job. I want to try. I don't know. But my favorite favorite job that she ever had. She worked for the Cadbury Company. <gasps> So she had an enormous bot and she had to go from like, do you remember when they were like cigarette shops? Yeah, sure. She's like, 
I can't say drugstores because there was no pharmacy, but it was like a newspaper shop, cigarette yeah, shop. Yeah, it was a newsstand. But in the city, in the city, it's not properly a newsstand. But they would call it a newsstand, and it'd be like Brick in a mortar, in a strip right. mall, a little tiny place. You go, you get your newspapers, you get your dailies, you get your cigarettes. You know, pack of gum, yeah. a candy. Her job was to go into those and sell them on carrying Cadbury chocolate. Oh my god! Right. So she has these three huge boxes in the dining room, and she would put them on a little dolly and she would, she hit the hustle. She was out there. The only thing she didn't sell was like a vacuum. I think she didn't go door to door. Jiminy Fuckstick. That's crazy. So I don't think she noticed that her boxes got lighter and lighter (laughs) each time she headed out of the house. Super love you. And none of those jobs lasted more than a couple of months or yeah, more than like a couple, a few months, but she, a couple of few. So she, said I had later in life we were talking about that job and how much I loved it and my brothers are like I love that job too I'm like oh my god I wasn't the only one stealing a bar from each box (laughs) she said no you weren't because when I had to go return the boxes she was fleeced I mean we ate our weight in chocolate and so that was my favorite 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 job so to me that was kind of inspiring but she talks about how she had a French teacher, two teachers. Remember I told you my mom thinks she's French. She had a, fr- she had a Franck teacher who inspired her. Of course she her. did. Of course she did. Yes. She names the teacher and then in like these two bigger paragraphs and then at the very bottom of this entry, it says, are you sitting? I'm you sitting. Look like you're sitting. Dear listener, are you sitting? <laughs> you might want to pull over if you are driving right oh now. Oh, my God. What are you loading up? Tell me. Tell me now. She says, I also think my daughter is a hero to me. I watch how she's raising her children, and I'm extremely impressed. Yeah, I know the screen's not frozen because your eye's twitching and you're frozen with your mouth open. And I started to cry. I'm and crying said, right now. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm crying right now. I don't, I joke, it's very mean. I don't fucking believe it. I don't believe that she <laughs> believes it. <laughs> Is it because she knows I'm going to read it? I know that's not nice. No, I don't know that. I know that's not nice, but it's like, who the fuck wrote this for you? Because it wasn't you, Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> She's so mean that's to you. Why is this Tell her new mouth. job? Is Tell your actions. I cannot believe it. I tell just your felt mouth, your face, tear. your actions. Tell the last sixty years. Yeah. I oh. just, I, I wanted a huh. I also think my daughter is a hero. I'm like, I am a hero, just not to you. Oh my god. I'm a hero to like. She ought to be. I think my daughter is a hero for letting me remain in her life after the way that I've behaved for the past forty eight years. I'm a hero to seven dogs. That's who I'm a hero to. And that's it. I'm a hero to seven fucking dogs. Oh, my yeah. God. So that kind of blew me away. So I'm going to have to say this story worth gift is worth book it. idea is totally worth it. Whatever it was. And I, what I what the fuck possessed her? And it. who cares? Yeah, who cares what possessed I How does that? I'll take it. Let I'll me say, I, I, had the, I had the world's shittiest reaction just then. But, I mean, what was your reaction to this? You've had some time to sit with it. I was stunned. Do you feel gratified? Are you, do you like it? Does it? Do you question it? I know you're stunned. It is a stunning revelation based on... I was we've heard We've heard a tidbit. We've heard a snippet <laughs> of how this relationship has worked over the years. And got to say, 
below Shocking. ideal. Below ideal <laughs> is where this might fall on the on the scale. Shocking this answer, right? Yes. Are you sure it went to her? Would it was maybe misdirect? Went to a different email? It uh, looks like it came from the same place the other ones did. Yeah, so I got it and I thought, are you saying this because I'm going to get this book. Like, are you preaching to the choir? No, she doesn't do things gratuitously to be nice to you, ever. You preaching to the choir. Are you feeding the... She's not. But that's my point. I don't know enough to say she's not capable. So that's an overstatement. But I do know enough from the experience that it is highly unlikely that she would volunteer a compliment for the sake of your benefit. You mean the highest possible compliment? Like, because this is it, man. She wouldn't think to herself, what would my daughter most like to hear? That's not an operating thought. (laughs) Okay, very true. So this has to come from what's the answer? And in a cynical way, you could say, what's the answer that best reflects on me? That could be in there. But at the same time, this isn't coming from a place of what lie should I tell? This is coming from what do I think and... Here it comes. Yeah, that's it. it. I just don't feel so. That's what she thinks. She thinks you're a hero, Missy, because you are. Well, you, you we know you are, but I'm just the, what she said is is supported by all the evidence and a thousand times more, and it's an understatement. But to hear her say it, I'm like, when did you join our team? Because the evidence is, you told me that when I found out somebody I know is in physical danger with their partner and I opened my home, you called me an idiot for bringing trouble into my home and told me I'm making a terrible decision and irresponsible to my family. You told me when I took in another dog that not that you ever listen because you never did. That's a very bad decision and and not that you make like – your words tell me one thing. <laughs> Recently. This is not like in the way back. No, this is, this yeah. is in the last few months. Yeah. This is from, I would say, September. Yeah, this is our daily. This is our daily. Hi, how are you? Yesterday. Ya? Right. When I've I got, got the this. list of your failings, honey. Let's go. Yes. Right. <laughs> but then, but then what? But then what? Or Oh, my God. Or my son or daughter did something and, and it's, well, you let them do whatever they want. They have everything. Why would they yeah, ever need – Of for, course. Why would they ever do whatever – And we're back to you have zero understanding of who you are or how you act. Then so. an email comes that tells me I'm a hero. Because zero of the hero. way that you're doing the things that I've chastised you for for the past six months and 60 years. So I'm very confused. So I was blown away, shocked, and very confused. I got to believe that all of the comments – that have been flying your way, the in air quotes advice that has been coming your way all this time is coming from the place of that answer is coming from the place of, I know you have this together. I am ridiculously proud of you because exhibit fucking a look at you. We all are. We, everybody knows it. So that's not up for, that's not in dispute a thousand percent. I think where the issue becomes is expressing it on a daily basis challenging a small thing the underpinning of expressing this 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 baseline of of course i have this deep love for you of course i'm super proud of you but would you just fix your goddamn hair and tuck your pants in like that yes. part she doesn't have the connect she doesn't connect the two it, but i think the two things can be true i do think the two things can be true i don't think that this is a con job i don't and the other part is I saw it on a TV commercial and I just adore it. And now I, I work it into everything that I can, which is 
you know, how could you make someone I love, which is this TV commercial for insurance where Tina Fey is driving with that chaos dog and the dog is playing the man, the man. Well, he's not the, he's typically the dog, but in this time he's playing the mother-in-law. And so he's sitting there like putting makeup on and saying, you can't drive, you can't drive, you got hate you, all this other stuff. And she goes, how did you make someone I love? Like she just says this because it's the mother-in-law. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, you're awful. But everything else that you produce is great. And I read it. So Mallory volunteered today and I took Ethan out for breakfast and blah, blah, blah. And I said, can I read something to you? <laughs> he like spit his eggs Benedict in my face. But it's did like, he laugh? Really? Did he believe it? Did he cry like me? Did the jaw drop open and there was a suck of all the air? Like what? Or was he like, oh, oh, good job, Nana. Way to not bitch. No. Like he did he connect the dots or was he like, who wrote that? Did he do one of the what? Tell me. Did Pop Pop write that? He, like he was, oh. he was confused. He didn't know where it came from. But I was like, no, no. Remember the first one said Frank. <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely her. But he trusts it though. He does trust it. So yeah, now that's I mean, two. We're he's a little skeptical. We're all a little skeptical. I think <sighs> my natural response to a compliment is skepticism. That's true. Also, yeah. I also blame on her, but whatever. So then she should take the blame. That's fine. So, but for all of those things, this was beyond skeptical. This was like, mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll take it because I need it. <laughs> I'm going to go with believe it and thanks. And okay, when's the next one coming? <laughs> Wait for that other shoe to kick me in the face. Yes, that's the mule right, kick. That's right. Oh, Lord. Speaking of mule kick. Yeah, you see it coming. Last time we talked about two really gross shows, one about feet and one about pimple popping. Uh, Go ahead, John. Cut out all the p- pimple popping. and all. Well, the- what I don't even understand, first, is that these shows exist. Second, that there's an audience at all. And the most shocking, the most shocking piece of information is that two well-respected members of my friend group watch this horse shit. There's more. Two of them, and they're married to each other, and they are the least among us who I would expect to be the debris extractors from the dermatological layer. So Gross. they watch, the two of them watch the pimple popper one? Yes, I have actual evidence of the man and the woman in this relationship in their home with this shit flying around. And I'm like, what are you doing with your life? I thought I could trust you. I thought I could trust you. I can't trust you. They watch Pimple Popper, and the other one was My Feet Are Killing Me. Annie was the one who told me about that one. It was disgusting. I don't even understand it. Well, she she has the whole thing about that friend of hers who went to go get a pedicure the one time, and her feet were so obnoxious that the woman looked at her friend in the pedicure thing, picks up that shaver like the cheese grater. Special tool. And says to her, you need. Special tool, special tool. You need. Oh, I love that friend. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. There's another show, horrifying, and it's called. It's on TLC once again because clearly what you need is TLC. It's called Save My Skin. Oh no! Oh, for what purpose? Yeah, it so puts the lotion on his skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. All right, here's another, yet another vile TLC show. It says this promo for TLC Save My Skin is the grossest thing you have ever seen. So I'm not clicking Already, on that. Already, they know their market. They know yes. that their purpose is to shock and, and awe. I'm not clicking on that. And then Save My Skin starts February 20th. Super. Thank you, TLC. A new transformation series. So this is like from Ugly Duckling to Heart. Like, so okay. what are they doing? Like detatifying or is it like flappy skin no. from losing lots of weight? No, it is. Or is it like you end up with a bucket of your own skin and you carry that around? 
Victor's head is covered in tumors. Save my skin. Oh, oh, oh. Dear Dr. Emmy or Emma, whatever your name is, please, please, I'm begging you, do not be successful on this show. People come to her with skin afflictions. I'm assuming they're not cancer. Oh, my God. Because... Because that's not something that you're going to be able to fix in six sessions of where the, use this cream, exfoliate with this, burn this off, freeze this off. She is fixing skin conditions and saving people's skin. Why? Why? Let me. There are so many better uses of your time. Who? And the description of it being a trans, a trans, no. trans, of being no. a, um, oh God. Transformative. Experience. Oh, thank God for you. Um. <laughs> It yeah. makes you think that it's kind of like the the plastic surgeon show where botched where you see the beginning and then you see the end. So somebody comes in. There's a show where you see someone with bad plastic surgery and <gasps> then they fix them. Botched. You never saw botched? Even the name of it. It's like a yeah. kitchen show. Chopped. We're going to take this human <laughs> with the parts in all the wrong places. And when you're done, we'll see if it's a five star meal. When you've had two, three, four, five bad surgeries <gasps> and things are so wrong, you go to these two physicians. One is actually <sighs> married to a previous housewife of Ocean, Beverly, Hill, Beverly Hills. I'm One so of the out of the audience loop for these items, my stars. So I guess I just learned something about myself. I have watched Botched. I mean, I don't regularly. I didn't even but know it existed. On, yeah. I'll watch it, but I don't appreciate, like, enjoy the ones that are fucking disgusting. Like I, the feet, the skin, the the pus. The I don't think I have to see that. But if you have a boob as big as my head and one as big as a thimble and you've been to seven surgeries and you're here to get it fixed, I'm in. Like I'm in to see. I don't want any of that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the straw from one mammary to the other i don't i'm not that's so super disgusting and not down with it i don't want any of these but i can't handle reality shows really of any stripe call in is the worst kind of torture it is worse than waterboarding to have to listen to somebody call in to a radio show or any show and stumble around and i have a hard enough time listening to the fucking host i really don't want to hear what you have to say and so that entire category of hell amplify it with medical shows or let me show you this gruesome dastardly crime Ugh. and then just dissect it. But there's a whole category of people who love this true crime. I'm going to murder. This person was mentally ill and let's watch their downfall. Like why? There's just, it's God, it's horrible. It's so horrible. I say this and I continue to watch that Banshee show and there's nothing redeeming in Banshee. It well, is nothing not but meanness. Oh, it's it nothing is. but it's meanness. Well, it gets more and more violent, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but it's still, I like this. I wanted to know what happened to those It's people. like creepy violence, creepy masochistic violence. What new ways can I kill someone? With crazy, crazy, creepy sex. It, I was like, wow. And, that, and yet I keep watching it. But the whole time, like half the time my hands are up over in front of the screen. I haven't squished a head in a vice yet today. Let's try that one. Let's see how that works. Hmm. I grind up meat for a living. I wonder what else I can grind up. Yeah, you know where it's going. It's just gross. It's just gross. Wait, so you said call-in shows. You don't like call-in shows. Like they make no. you crazy? Yes. So I Don't like is Sunday not strong night. enough. You, you grew up. Really? I grew up Sunday nights listening to Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Oh, and God. she had. Oh, you did? No. I did. She grew On purpose? Up, I grew or up, like with your family as a little around the table? Or this was your stolen no. secret? Nobody knows I'm listening. 
I'm going to bed. I turned on the the radio next in my clock alarm clock radio. You must take I, your legs and put them behind your ears and up yes. and down yes. over and over again. It's beautiful. Yes, that is exactly what I grew up listening to. <laughs> no, there wasn't Sunday any. Nights. We're we're Catholics. There wasn't any Doctor Ruth in our fucking house. No, okay. We weren't allowed to have radio. We would we would sit what? the ground. I'm making jokes. <laughs> I don't know from. I didn't know she was on the radio. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then you know, Loveline was on after that. Loveline, I, I knew about, and that was too racy for me. And I would giggle and, and I have to turn it off. No, but when I was little, like I listened to Dr. Ruth, I found her on the radio as I was going through listening. Oh, for- she found me. She- I found myself. <laughs> listening to her. Found, found something. Well, Fancy. hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, me. Yeah, I loved the call-ins, but no more. Hey, dear TLC, enough. You've done enough damage. That's what porn and, and the internet is for. Stop doing programming for television that makes me want to Let me help you. I don't want to see porn that involves buckets of skin and feet. I, that's not that's not porn. That's something else. And I don't want I don't want any of that. I don't even want the porn. Speaking of porn, my favorite, do you know that this is one more thing that the kids do? <laughs> my stupid son, Rocco, said hi is in high school, senior. <laughs> Oh, I find this hilarious. Do you know, have you seen the college professors who use something called airdrop? Have you seen this? Well, I know what airdrop is. Okay. So for those who don't use a Macintosh platform, Apple platform, airdrop is a way that from one Mac, from one Apple device to another, you can select airdrop and it will automatically move something from your computer or storage device onto the other. So if you've got your Apple watch and you want to send somebody a file, you can click airdrop and then it'll go to who's around me. Oh, Melissa, it'll go to her phone or it'll go to her computer. You have to accept it. So somebody can send you a file and you can accept it. So it's an easy transport. Okay. So. <laughs> an extended friend of his who's just a friend, right? Girl, right? Totally nothing. They're just friends, like never anything like this. So she says she airdrops him something in the middle of English class that is an autoplay. And so it's so in the middle of English class, yeah. and it's a bird that yeah. somehow is like getting fed something. And so it's a little video of a bird receiving the piece of food in the mouth, and the bird is going. <laughs> so she airdrops him this horse shit and he's like, I don't know, air to click. And so it's, it starts, so his phone starts making this noise in the middle of English class with the bird. And I thought, oh, <laughs> let me tell my friend Melissa, give it to me, I'll put it on the pod. And he goes, okay. So he pulls up the thing on his phone this morning and shows it to me. And I'm like, we're both giggling. It's really, really funny. And after about 18 seconds of this bird with the finger in the mouth, then it goes into a porno of a man with something in somebody else's mouth. <laughs> That he did not know. That I did not know. Because he immediately turned it well, off. Well, yes, because he making... was like fumbling to. So I, I honestly, I doubt that so she knew. You know but honestly, friend... the two of us and he. Well, no, they were all. He was laughing so hard. So even if she knew, which I doubt, the whole thing. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But airdrop. And then he's like, "People airdrop me stuff all the time." And he shows all these memes that people airdrop. So. Oh, the bird and the auto noise, and it just cracks me up. You never know what you're getting ready to walk into, and the automatic yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me super nervous. And you're right, because if you're sitting in a lecture hall, (laughs) first of all, I do want to tell you that this firstborn of yours can do whatever the fuck he wants because he got into his first choice of colleges. 1%. They took their top 1% and he's among them. Yep. And he's he's sitting pretty right now. So there's really nothing he could do wrong. So if you want to accept porn on your He phone, can and does do a lot wrong. But for the time being, getting called out with screeching birds in the middle of English, I say I say go for it. Screech away. 
And she's another one. She is some hot shit. I don't want to, I'm already going to tell. I can't tell who it is because too many people would know exactly who she is. She's quite accomplished herself. I'll say that. Very, very accomplished. Very impressive. What I love is that next year they're going to be sitting in a lecture hall for one of their basic classes, one of their core classes of, I don't know, minimum 200 kids. And some jackass is going to take the opportunity to see <laughs> 200 airdrops and take it and drop one of these things to all of these people. And, you know, it's genius. You know, it's great. Well, it's, yeah, it's just the new to... it's the new way to ass it up. So I just I love it. It's hilarious. We've been doing that without the porn for years. We've been <laughs> who's who's in our house? Airdrop, airdrop, airdrop. I right, I have right. the answer to this. So big fan, huge fan of that. But on that larger scale, even in the airport, when you're like, can you just airdrop that to me? Other people's things came up. I never thought to airdrop them a picture of like a sketchy tooth or oh. somebody's <laughs> nasty feet or whatever. I know. I know. I know. Stop. I know. Gross. He's so gross. Well, the other thing, just talk about gross. The other thing that cracks me up in this whole thing came to my attention because Rocco was telling me, why do I keep getting this? And he's somehow been targeted through his viewing habits or his lifestyle that he receives the same four minute video. It's promo. And I had him give it to me so I could post it on soap. He's getting a four minute commercial on man soap, man soap. And I'm like, that's how bad you stink, Stanky, that people have found you. through the phone. It's, it's hilarious and gross and really, really dumb. It's like, it's, it's like, it's so strange to call it super douche because it's the exact opposite, but it's like super douche soap for men. It's like they're these two burly idiots arm wrestling in the woods and then one of them's losing and he smells the soap and magically he wins the arm wrestling competition and stands up soap. And then the next time somebody's <laughs> doing something else, like it's, it's, uh, it's intentionally tongue in cheek comical. I love it. It's, it's very dumb and funny. I think it's called Sasquatch it. soap. Anyway, soap. four minutes. Yeah, I like your ad. So, um, Amy, I found the perfect job for you. You did. I did. What could it be? I really, really did. I'm, I'm all ears. So monthly, I take my son to an appointment. Uh-oh. Um, as well as like you know, he's on a med where he has to do a blood draw. Yeah, sure. sure he's yeah, still alive. And then, um, then he goes to see the doctor who has those results. Blah blah blah. So that's two doctor's offices I'm going to in two days. And I'm looking around the doctor's office and I think, who the fuck curated this art? (laughs) This is a contrast to itself. It's a fucking disaster. It is the ugliest shit piled on top of or next to the ugliest -er shit. It is horrifying. And I thought, you know who could really whip this into shape and be like – Provide an aesthetic that doesn't make me want to knife myself in the eyes. It would be Amy. That's right. You have a career in doctor's office curator. In medical waiting rooms. (laughs) But any waiting room. Like there's – I look behind you in your house right now and there's a sign that says relax. And I wonder if the next wall says don't do it. (laughs) But I I really think this – I would love beautiful things are and that things look are a certain way and making it nice. You well, and, and the environment affects your mood. And when you walk into a place that makes you feel uneasy or scared or tense or tired or makes uninspired, anxious, irritated, you know, 
flat, blank, all of it. Or when you walk into a place that's calming. I mean, it's not, it's also not that difficult. There are people who design prisons purposefully to make the inmates feel worse. They're, that's oh. how they're designed. There's a whole school of design to, to make, to subdue the experience. It's another form of population control in, in terms of the too large a space, the too small a space, the color choice, everything. It's all very thoughtful in a disgusting way. So the exact opposite is true. When you walk into a space that uplifts you, that, you know, you, you know, these spaces, you're calling them to mind. All of that is thoughtful too. And it doesn't have to be soaring. Architecture plays a huge role. It doesn't have to be the architecture. It can simply be the space. It can be the smell of the space. It can be the lighting in the space or the light in the space. It can be you're laughing because you know the smell of my fucking yeah. space. Is, <laughs> yes. Very big on that. very big on the fucking smell. We have different smell smells in every room right now because we're doing, we've got, I'm not an oil person. I'm really not, but I do like, I do like the way that it no longer smells like dog in here and it no longer smells like jock in here and it no longer smells like shoe in here. No, you just say jock. You're fine. So I, I put, yeah. So I, this room has one called immunity boost and the other one has breathe easy and the other is calming sleep. And you know, so you sort of walk and it's, it's like you have different lighting profiles throughout the house. You can have yeah. different scent profiles and I'm telling you, you would have a much better experience. It's not, it doesn't have to be expensive. Oh, Amy, they need you so badly. There's a, a lawyer's office the next door down, oh! and they have the most incredible like um, they had one of Martin Luther King like they had they had beautiful poignant like really uh brilliant like, art hanging up like but it was wow. thought evoking provoking it was it was fantastic but then I I passed that office I was like yeah let's go march for something thank and then you I walked into this other office and I thought what the fuck what yeah is wrong with you let's people? stab ourselves in the neck. Right this now. Is horrible. What have you done here? I'm going to take pictures next month because it's probably our last time. That's from, you know, prison landscape. It was bad. That's <laughs> probably what it was. It was really, really bad. And it, it made me super uncomfortable. And I thought, you better call us back soon because this is, this is not good. This is not good at all. Um, you know what else is not good? What? Tell me. I don't know. Marie Osmond was interviewed recently. She is not good. That's I'm a number one not good on that one. Hi, gang. I lost 51 pounds on Nutrisystem, and I put it all back on my lips in the form of this makeup. She's gross. I'm not interested in that. What's she do now? Yeah, that's not the part of her that I think is gross. Although, again, the whole weight loss industry. She can lose Martin weight all she wants, and she can tell people and help them, but she just stands there in these weird, like, um, bargain bin outfit. Fashion sense. It's all bad. Start, it's all bad. Start at the top? Yes, the butt. Yes, start at the top with the hair and work. And your it's way not down. even. It's not even. You would kind of get behind it and go. Some of that's a little bit. It's too much country and not enough rock and roll. But you could yeah. get your head around. Like, okay, I know where you're coming. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's just tasteless. It's just inexpensive, poorly put together, poorly designed. I don't get it. I don't get how the brand would be like. That's the face we want. Right. Well, you say tasteless. Tasteless, well, it's not about money thing, right? You're saying it's taste. It's not like she can't afford to buy something nice. She's got a contract with whatever One would loves. think. And they're paying her to be there. And she sang the song, right? You know. She also says that she's got a ton of money. Okay, great. And she's not leaving any of it to her children. What? Doesn't she have like five children, one of whom very tragically passed? If I yep. if my people cover scanning from the past supermarket visits is any indication, 
Yep. Why is she not leaving them anything? Are they, do they not use the hangers properly, Mommy Dearest? It's a disservice to them. She's taking away the opportunity to work if she leaves them money and inheritance. <laughs> Who's she giving it to? Are you out of your mind? Who's she giving You're... it to? Who's she so giving I, it to? We don't know. I think, she's, I, think she said, um, I think she said it was charity. And I can't really fault her on charity, but if I know. Yes, she can. I guess it depends if it's an animal charity. I here's can. the th- well. Here's the thing. I'm gonna no. I I got a strong point of view on this. Mr. Bill Gates, of whom I am not a fan. Right? He's a great person. I think he does very well. He is he is an admirable Richie. I think you know more power to you. I don't like Microsoft, but if you put that to the side, you're using your wealth for good, using your power to advance the planet. I get it. He did something. I'm, I'm close if I'm not correct. I'm close enough to being correct. He gave his kids a million dollars a piece and no more. It might have been $10 million. I think it was $1 million and cut them off. So he gave them what he felt like was a sustainable foundation and then that for the same reason. Like, I'm not going to give you a marathon head start. I'm going to give you a mile head start. Let's get started and you now you go do something. You're not going to fall. You're not going to fail, but you're also not going to just ride on this wealth. Go, you've got, because if you can't make it happen with that much, I, his answer was however much he gave them, and it could have been 10 million, however much I, I gave them, if you can't make it happen with that amount, you have no business having the rest of the amount because that's, that's a huge amount that other people don't get, right? So understand what you have and go turn that shit into something. That to me is a rich person passing on. I am self-made. I'm not requiring you to start where I started, but I'm right. requiring you, you to fucking to start. I'm requiring you to fucking start. Right. I was like, ah, amen. Amen. Go get it. So if she's doing the thing where I don't have enough diamonds around my neck, Kato is having a sale. Like, I got to keep my shitty shit intact and you people get none of it because I'm just going to get cheese on my Whopper. Right. If that's the reason that she's not giving them any money. Come on. Come on. So she doesn't have Bill Gates money. For real. So I don't know what I mean, the interview I heard or the recap of the interview was they were saying she's giving them nothing because they should work for their money. And that's so asinine. I hear what you're saying, but I don't have either one of their savings. And if there's something I can do to help my children and make their lives easier as they slug through life, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do whatever I can. No one starts with nothing. Everyone starts with something. And if you are able through a variety of luck and opportunity and every other thing to turn that into a little bit more than the thing you started with. Great. Help someone else. Why not help your own fucking offspring? I see zero problem with it. When you are ridiculously wealthy, yeah, it can become a hindrance because it's difficult to teach economics when the economic structure in your house doesn't match the economic structure of your community or the world. I get that fully. Right. But why can't you say that? Why do you have to say I'm giving you nothing? You need. To yeah, I'm not in just, it. Why can't you support your kids in an endeavor that teaches them how to work and to become something? Why do you have to teach them that? Fuck you. You're on your own. Nobody yeah. gave me anything. Uh, actually, they made you dance at a small age and they, and they gave did. you everything and they managed you and that. Yeah, they, they certainly did. They certainly did. I mean, you weren't dancing around in the coat of many colors like your brother was. But nonetheless, your whole family was like monkeys dancing on a stage. So, yeah. Yeah. Then you look at somebody like Dolly Parton, right, who comes up through the ranks. And her one of my favorite things that I've heard her say is when people ask her about her background, she says, yeah, I was poor. I'm not proud of it, but I'm not ashamed of it. I was poor. It's a fact. 
And that's the most beautiful expression of that that I can think of because she doesn't hide from it. She doesn't want to conceal it or make anybody think that it was any different than it was. But at the same time, it's not a badge of fucking honor. Yeah, it doesn't define. No, it's not this thing that I get to tell everybody because I was then this. It's here. That's what. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. And guess what? I work my ass off. I used my big brain. I used my fantastic talent and I went out, I made something and that little thing that I made, I turned into four more things and I've been smart enough to keep turning, turning, turning. And now she's championing literacy across the fucking nation. If you don't already know that about Dolly, do you know about that? I do. And I love her and I love her for a thousand reasons. But every time you said I used my, I was waiting for you to talk about her tits. So you're like, I used my big and you said brain. And I was like, tits. And you said, and she'll be the first one to say, I use my big tits. She takes a lot of money. Look this cheap. That's one of another favorite quote that, Yeah. yeah, she owns it. She owns it. I do this to myself on purpose. And was there something else you wanted to say? Cause fuck you. That's Dolly. I love her. Bring it. And don't, I want some more of it. I made Mallory watch the, uh, what was her movie that I made, made her cry with me through Steel Magnolias. We watched Steel Magnolias oh. together. And Mallory's like, why did you make me watch that? I'm like, I think it's a rite of passage. <laughs> I think it was time. It was time Doctor to watch Doctor didn't it. say she couldn't have kids. He said she, she should she have kids. <laughs> uh, my favorite colors, blush and bashful. You mean <laughs> pink and pink? <laughs> no. Blush Looks and like bashful. two pigs fighting under a blanket. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Yeah, oh. that's got quotes. Yeah, I've seen it. I guess I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it one time. One time, maybe one time. One time. Once or one twice. time. Yeah. Once or yeah. twice. Dear listeners, are you still there? Is anybody out there? They are. Can you hear me? Are you? Cameron left another video on our page this week. I know. I love that, Cameron. Every time. My gosh. Yes. I didn't think it could hey, keep getting better. Such a mark of joy in my life. the only one who could do that, dear listeners. <laughs> on Brill Obs Pod. Brill Obs Pod Groupie. Uh, right? Group on Facebook. You can do it, too. And we could see your beautiful faces as you tell us that our heads are in our ass. And I should be grateful for anything positive my mother says. And not to look that specific gift horse in the mouth. Or to tell Amy, what are we telling you? Nothing. Maybe at, maybe at noon you shouldn't be on your fourth glass of wine and podcasting. <laughs> Some days are like that. Some days are like that. And we'd like to thank you, dear listener, for sharing this day with us. Amen. You can find us anywhere on the medias. Uh, listen Brilliant. You can also write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We love your emails. We love your videos. We love your face. We love your listens. We love your subscriptions. We love you. That's right. Amen. Boy, howdy. Thanks for showing up for us, guys. If you enjoy what you're listening to, we would love it. If you would personally share it with a friend, and that can be in the form of saying, I listen to a podcast. You should check it out and help them find it. It's as easy as saying into your phone, hey, Siri, subscribe me to Brilliant Observations Podcast or whatever they may do. We're on YouTube. We're on all the places. But it really comes from word of mouth. Not every show has to talk about the male member in descriptive, exhaustive detail. I mean, it could. I mean, it might. But I think I think this time, talking about the realities of uh, Mommy Dearest, kind of fun. I didn't know it was going that way. Um, I was asked, you know, what was the feedback from the anal tots episode? I said, look, <laughs> I'm most concerned that Amy, because after the, the porn t- hashtag she had, that she's just going to get 
pictures of buttholes over oh the next two God, weeks. God, it just it hasn't even stopped. But I figured out how to block the cock. So that's my new favorite Ooh, hashtag. Block the cock. Ooh, you've heard I of like rock. That. You've heard of rock the block. Now block the cock. <laughs> I would never do that. It seems like and a on, bad choice. And on that note, we say thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. actually wondering go ahead you tell me no ask you start it you go ahead and start you keep drinking <laughs> so currently <laughs> currently Stuart's flying home from florida i love that and our country is in a state of panic about a virus fuck the flu which has killed you know incrementally more well what's but, your what's your point of view in your household he is an emergency room physician i presume it him to be board certified and super smarts in this area what's he thinking what's he talking things. what's he do what's he what's he what's he tell it tell it well he flew and he went to an airport with the mass pop gen pop and he flew he was on a plane in a tin can with everybody and all their diseases and he's doing it on his way home now the question though is i think it's outrageously overreaction right now i think what but we're also reacting to the fact that our country isn't testing as much as they should. Te- we don't know. We don't have information. Ben, let me pop in. Is he a reliable narrator in this case? He is an emergency room physician. He is trapped in a tin can as his job every day with all manner of germ floating in his face. So he's yeah. used to, I got a glove up. I got a gown up. I've got to protect myself. All the horrible, horrible is coming my way. So on the one hand, he's kind of used to it. Doesn't make him safer doesn't make him immune, just makes him knowledgeable and used to the threat being in his environment. Being right, in, used to an, He's used to the threat being in his environment. Now, he's not getting on a plane with gloves. He's walking around his office with gloves on for sure, right? So I don't know. And I, I always want to come back. And, so he had this trip planned. Did he once in your household look at you and say, because we've got trips planned and we're asking this question. Did he look at you and say, do you think we should cancel? Did that cross his mind? Not for a second, but... We have a spring break trip planned. And when, what, is that in this month or next month? Just loose terms. It's the beginning of next month. Okay, so it's kind of close still. It's not immediate, but it's kind of close. It's less than a month away. Mine's pretty immediate. Mine's in, in, you know, you count it in days of how far away it is, right? And we've said twice now, let's cancel it. There's very little penalty for canceling the whole thing in our case. Very little penalty. So we could get off clean of all the times to, to have zero, not zero, to have very low financial problem. Right. We, this would be the time. And we, the first time we said, this was two weeks ago, we said, that's an overreaction. No, we're sticking our guns, right? We'll just, we'll wait and see. We'll be okay. It is, you're, it is what it is. It's going to sweep the nation. It's the new dance craze. It's coming your way, <laughs> right? So just be ready. Do the Watusi. Learn the steps and be ready. And then about a week ago, started to feel like, where we're headed is one, it's in Florida. I mean, just in the state of Florida. Right, right. Is a locus of, of death. So it's like, okay. And then we thought, I think we're going to stick our guns. And then just in the past few days, little Paulie comes up and he says, are we still doing it? Because I've heard that people are dying there and there's a book. Is this a smart thing? And we could just stay home. And then the other two chime in. Yeah, we could just stay home. We could just stay home. Instead of going to this fantastic oceanfront, beautiful five-star pamper every single part of you all week long resort instead of going to the all in all the way oh my gosh bring it bring it resort with a two-hour direct point-to-point flight not a lot of time in the plane not a lot of time in the air 
Not a lot of time in the airport. Not great, but... Five-star, you know they're washing down every surface on the regular And even anyway. if they're not, we're not getting onto a cruise ship. We're going into a beach and a room and a room and a beach. And you know what? Honestly, we live here. We go back and forth to school. The kids, they've already been... There's a there's a plan in place at school. They've already had it explained to them. Here's what happens if we go remote. Here's what happens if there's a case identified while you're here at school. We have this room already set up. Here's what happens if this, here's how you do that. Let me teach you again in the whole assembly how we're going to sneeze. Even if you have short sleeves, here's how you do it with a short sleeve. Here's how you do it with a long sleeve. Here's how you... I was like, oh, wow, you guys are great. It's a lot of, it's a lot of information. What the fuck? It's good information. Wash your hands. Wash your hands is really the answer. And keep doing it. Just do it again. Yeah. When in doubt, I I have a tooth cut on my hand. My dog kind of ate me trying to get a treat. And every time I'm washing my hands, I'm crying because it fucking hurts. But my daughter went the other way. She said, do you know flights to Europe right now are so cheap? I love her. <laughs> I love her. That, <laughs> that we... Should cancel our trip. The stock market's taking a bath, mama. That means it's like a sale. Let's buy some, <laughs> let's buy some stocks. Let's go to London and buy some That's stocks. That's what she said. She's like, why don't we go to London? We could see, we could see Hamilton again every night for $6 and we would have the best time. We'll be the only I ones. I love recording. this girl. I knew it. Did you ever know that you're my hero? She went the other way. We're like, do we cancel? She goes, normally they say, I don't want to go anywhere ever. I'd rather just sit home and watch Netflix. So yes, let's cancel. But she said, yeah, let's cancel so that we could go. She said, we could go to Africa. We could do anything. Look at all of these places we could go. The flights are dirt cheap. And I thought, you're correct. They are. Because you'll die when you get there. Why do you think they're so cheap, my love? But what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? He didn't even entertain the idea of canceling. Have Not you, for this one. No. Have you considered canceling for your upcoming trip wherever that might, to whatever yes. location that might be? Florida as well. Florida okay. As well. All right. All right. All right. All right. But to your, in that case, it's to your own home? It's to our home. Again, yeah. it's not the destination. Like you're not, right. I don't think that you're really in jeopardy where you're going. It's how you get in there. It's that the, you're the in, it's in the gen pop with all of the crazy idiots. I am the one who puts her sweatshirt over her face without an outbreak, without a pandemic of anything. When I get on the plane and the stranger next to me opens up that vent to let air in, I give them the look of, you are the outbreak monkey. Why would you possibly do this? Because you hate me and I put my sweatshirt over my face and I breathe in my own breath for two and a half hours. And then I get off like I was been wearing, I've been wearing sunglasses with a huge mark over my nose and, and they're like, something's wrong with you. I said, yes, but you're all going to be sick in four hours and I'm fine. I love it. Well, I was even thinking, okay, if we do, not if, because I haven't gotten to the point of if, when we do this, I thought, let's be like your, uh, the woman who you shamed on podcasts of your, I don't hold up the plane, but let's everybody get in the seat and mommy's going to pull out the high alcohol content wipes. And we're going to wipe down the tray table after we've sit and buckled. We're going to wipe down, or maybe we get on wearing rubber gloves. And so you get yourself all situated. And once you're situated and you've wiped everything down, you peel off the gloves and you contain that little wet wipe in the glove and you throw that away. And now you start again. Hey, stop. I'm going to ask you to stop. Why? You and I, because we are not in danger the way the elderly and, and little tiny people are in danger. We're not immunocompromised. We are not, we're not targeted. If it's like the flu, you get the flu, you suffer for a week, you crawl out of it. It sucks. It's bad. It's not, let's take 
high alcohol content wipes and rub my eyes out. Like this is not. No, I was just talking about rub the tray table, rub the seatbelt buckle. But I mean, that's a fair point. It's shit's dirty. It's been far dirty. There's fecal matter on the McDonald's menu. Everywhere, everywhere. There's fecal matter everywhere. That should be the title of this episode. There is fecal matter everywhere. That's the pandemic. Yeah. People, wash your fucking hands. You, you just shit. Like, come on. I don't know. I uh... Touching other people's cell phones. Come on. It's shit city. So, so yes, this is a real thing. And you should wash your hands and you should not touch your mouth or your nose. Or Yes, 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 yes. But I, I don't know. I'm going to have a hard time. It's possible that I will cancel that trip. I will watch the next week and a half, two weeks, and see how much worse this... Um, panic gets but to quote john oliver i mean should you be worried a bit and is a bit mean cancel the trip or does a bit mean do something different when you engage in that public activity south by southwest has canceled Canceled. which i find devastating amazing and i don't know that i like it you know i don't know anybody that on this thing who listens to who is an industry insider we are not, spoiler alert, industry insiders. But for those who may be, there's something happening as we're recording right now called PodFest. And I thought to myself when our good friend Jessica was hosting her event, She Podcast Live, which was the first ever conference. First ever? How could we get this far? And there wasn't even a conference for women ever. She had the first ever last year podcasting conference for women called She Podcast Live. And it just so happened to be in Atlanta. And it just so happened to get this huge backlash from all these chicks saying, I'm not going there because Atlanta and reproductive freedom and fuck you. And she's like, hey, hey, oh, hey, I love reproductive freedom and don't fuck my podcast conference. So fortunately, I have not heard anybody about PodFest say, hey, let's come here and not get sick. 14,000 people who are coming here, you know, cover your mouth and buy your ticket because <laughs> I've got a right. non-refundable on this bitch and I'm just a dude. Standing in front of a hotel, trying not to get sued, right? Trying not to get killed. Thank you. It's the reverse Notting Hill. So I'm just trying to say, South by Southwest, with all these people pulling out, how does this work? I'm going to a conference next week. I went to a conference in South Carolina. It wasn't The fervor wasn't really there. But I'm going to a conference next week. Next week. Hundreds of people. I guess the things you have to do, you have to do. Um, then there are things that you choose to or want to do, and you need to decide for yourself. Is it so? There was a checklist. Um, trying to remember, I saw it on Facebook. Is it going to ruin your trip? Maybe Be worrying about this and checking about this. If it's oh, going oh, to ruin oh. your trip, it, don't fucking go because it's a very expensive endeavor to go on vacation, and it's something you've committed to because it brings joy. If your worry and if your panic and if your way of traveling no longer brings joy, don't do it. But I do not think at this point in time you are in jeopardy of death. For a point-to-point two-hour flight. Yeah. It's not even a two-hour flight. Well, you have to weigh it. You have to weigh Like, yeah, you're super close. You have to weigh it. Am I ruining joy in this? I have to remember who posted it, and I will send you the checklist. But you can't let something like this run your life, and you also can't. But I posit this back to you. I mean, it it is the nagging What's the right decision? Back, I guess we're at the work at the ice rink. <laughs> what kind of music was that? I heard like ba 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 ba. Maybe you didn't hear it. I've heard some music in my head, but my point back to you is: yeah. How do you make this decision? How do you make this? How do you make this guess? It's a guess. I guess I'll feel better. I I, I don't even think it's the same as when I was flying when Rocco was a baby. 
when my oldest, who is now going yeah. off to college, was a baby in the arms. And we flew and thought, we've got to bring the car seat with us. It has to be transported on the plane. So it is either going to be checked or, and Bebe will sit in lap. And if something happens on this plane, he will become the projectile that kills everybody, including him, right? Or (laughs) we will nut up and find the sanity money that we don't have to buy an extra seat and harness him into the seat. And then if the seat becomes a projectile, what the fuck else could I have done? Right. It's no, we got problems. Right. Right. And I went around and around and around and around and we didn't have the money and we didn't have the money. And I finally said, do you know what? It's not a question of money. It's a question of his life. And if this child dies, I'm not going to look back and say, I didn't spend $300 and he would be here, right? So I found the money and I put him in the car seat. And for the like the next six flights of his life, he was in a car seat. And then by the time the third child came around, they're out on the wing, right? So it comes... <laughs> right. Who cares at that point? With a lollipop. No, because then it comes down. We're all going down. We all going to die. So, I mean, at a certain point, you make these choices. So it comes down to your checklist was referencing, is your mind going to fuck your trip up? And my... Right. Are my, you going to ruin your own trip? I went to... If you become sick on this trip, will that ruin your trip? Even with a mild or moderate case of anything, COVID-19, the flu, the wicky-wacky-wicky, are you going to now not be able to enjoy the pampering that you've... All right, you yes, ready? I am. Tell I found me, it. Me. I found it. To travel or not to travel? Are the travelers healthy? Sure, yeah, sure. Kind of, sure. Have travelers received flu shots? No. Really? Yeah, I, you know my husband. He's a dick. Okay, next. Do any of the travelers or anyone in the travelers come in contact with have any underlying high-risk conditions? No. For example, mom who has chronic uh, pulmonary disease. No, 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 no. I'm a real fucking troublemaker, but I get my shots. So no. Any travel restrictions for your destination listed on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention? When, Do you have any? When I checked, the answer was no. It's the state of okay. Florida. So when I checked, the answer was no. Okay. And I will To not be same. too specific about where we're going. Yes. In the state of Florida, no. Yep. Is the trip a cruise? No. Hell no. Fuck no. Never. Good. Never. Are there any major events after the trip that would be problematic if you or your travels or travelers were quarantined for a period of time? And by the way, that period of time is 14 days. No. Do you have anything coming up after that where like that a wedding? That I could make happen? A- no. Fuck no. I mean, whatever. What, here's, here's what got me. Would anxiety during travel ruin the trip for you? No. Wow. No. I think no. It wouldn't? No, I think no. I, here's my, the anxiety over, over the decision. Right. That's the that's where I have my anxiety. Once the decision is made, I stick with it. And it's a it's a horrible. Okay. Well, let me before you continue with this list. No, no. OK. I, worked, I appreciate Well, that. no, but I worked with a woman and I still find it. God bless America. I find it. It makes me sick to my stomach. But this was her rationale. And she's incredibly successful. I have a lot of respect for her. But when she had young and she owned the whole damn business. And when we were talking about when her kids were little and she was trying to make a decision, you remember SIDS? That was the biggest thing yeah. we used to have to worry about was sudden infant death syndrome, children dying yeah. in their cribs from, for no reason or from being placed no on their bellies or who knows why. And so she was trying to figure suss out. There was in the early days, there's not even any research. It's just a, uh, whoops, kid's dead. Like it's just terrifying as a parent. You have no way to do anything to help or even predict or prevent, blah, blah. And she said, I could, I was getting so upset and I was losing sleep and I didn't know what to do. And then I finally said to myself, here's the part that's gross. She said, and you know, and then I finally realized if my child is going to die and there's nothing I can do to prevent it, I would rather face that news on a good night's sleep. So I just started going to bed. Whoa. Right. She's a, that's dark. She's a Republican. 
But she did help <laughs> Some me. Some of my best friends she are She did help me. And she's very high up. But she did help me get to the idea of. That's dark. It's, but it's no different than, than Amy in the plane. I, there's, yeah, you, you yeah, find, going down, you going find down. a point where you're like, it's a decision between A or B, a, an alive child or $300. That ain't no choice. In her case, it was, it's a choice between, I have no, in any conceivable way, I can't do anything about this. So I can worry all night and be exhausted and still possibly, possibly face the worst news of my life. Or I can go to sleep and face the worst news of my life because I can't do anything to change it. So I'm going to fuck to sleep. Yeah, we don't we don't work the same way. If I ha- even have that slight idea or panic, I can't sleep. You, you so can see, we, but you can see how that decision making yeah. would stick with me. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's haunting. It's definitely haunting. I was like, yeah, I'm not asking you for a raise. All right. So anyway, but yeah, <laughs> it was like, fuck. Okay. Woo. That's bad. Very successful. Now She's I know where I, successful. Now I know where I stand with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your fucking kid stands with very you. Very successful. And a good. I have a lot sleep. of respect for her. And that was some cold shit. But I, you know, at least I'd. Hey, I got you. I understand how you make decisions. Now I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that I protect my shit. But anyway, okay. Yeah, you better. You're gonna ice me when um, I sleep. Are you? Are you reasonably able to implement common preventative measures, for example, washing hands, keeping away hands from the face during travel? Yeah, that's what I'm talking, the gloves and all the nonsense extras. Yeah. Would your regret be manageable if you were a family member caught COVID-19? I'm going to have to go with yes, but that's a hard maybe. Okay, so if you are you an annoyed? Are you an annoyed? Are you an annoyed? Or are you a hard maybe? Are you a? I'm a hard yes. I I can deal with regret. The only I don't really have (laughs) no regrets. Remember, no regrets. If you successfully navigated the checklist and decide to embark on your spring break, this physician, professor of infectious diseases at School of shares some here helpful helpful tips. All just wash your fucking hands. Don't be don't be racist. Keep your hands out of your mouth. Be <laughs> don't, don't be a racist. Again, all of those things every day, not just because of this disease. Look, use preventative measures. Be smart. If you have small kids, and I was a, I was a teacher for a couple of years where I watched kids in the hallway lick their fingers, touch the wall as they went by and lick their fingers again. Kids are fucking disgusting. If you can't control your kids and you can't, don't go. Then just don't go because you're going to get it. Your kid's going to die and you're going to blame me. Well, I, but in reality, yeah. if you can control some of your surroundings by making smart choices, like covering your mouth when somebody else is coughing, walking away, or doing what my family does with the intense exhale of, ugh, when somebody makes a noise or opens a wrapper in the movie theater or does anything that you do not completely agree with, hard exhale, how could you, and walk away. I got to believe it, it comes down to that last one was a really hard one. Can you get over it if you choose to put yourself in the circumstance and the worst occurs? Can you, that's, that's the, if my baby dies, would you rather be rested? You know, it's like, that's the question. Yes. Don't travel with the baby now. There. Yeah. 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 So it's, are, are you in a high risk population? No. Are you going to a high risk area? Not more than where you live. Right. You know, the only issue here is you're going to a hotel that has lots of people who maybe have been coming from lots of places. I don't in any way think that the hotel has been sanitized it for our protection. I think it's clean. I don't think that, you know, germs can live and all this can live for nine days. Well, guess what? They can live for nine days in the bread aisle of your own fucking supermarket as long with the toilet where you went and did, you know what I mean? It's like, there's lots of ways for this to happen. It's just the, it's increasing your risk. And 
I got to believe that the little, little assholes in my house are relatively healthy. I got to believe that mommy and dad are already not kicking it, meaning us too. We're not that healthy. We're not that sick. It is what it is. We encounter a lot of people. I don't know. I got to feel like there's got to there. I'm going to say, God, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to say, go. I say, go. I say go. Let's give it another week. We'll see how badly things deteriorate. They're pretty much at the 24-hour mark with the flights and the reservations. People will let you out because of this. There are whole new policies and fucking flights are cheap. <laughs> if I learn anything from Mallory, flights are cheap. You can reschedule something later. What's your opinion? Go? Don't go. We haven't gone anywhere in a while. We have. This was the escape pod. This was the last sort of last minute. We're just going to go somewhere really nice. We're going to all pressure because this was this was booked when it was we're either going to get a really big yes from this university or we're going to get a really big no. So we're either going to be really happy or really sad. And either way, we're going to huddle together and ride on a wave and have a drink with a frilly umbrella in it and eat some weird, silly food and laugh too hard at something we do in the hotel room in the TV. Something dumb. Family time. Right. This is just family time. Let's go. Force family fun. Yeah. You're all leaving us. Fuck it. I say go. The other, cause they've even said, well, can't we just go in the summer? And I'm like, yeah, when everything is a million more dollars, nobody's, nobody has a spring break. Nothing aligns. It's not on the one hand, we could postpone it, but I also know that in my life, postpone means never happen. Right. That's absolutely what it means. And that's how it works for us. No, no, you don't need to get me a gift for our 10th anniversary. Save it for our 15th. No, no, I don't need it for 15th because we have to pay for blah, blah, blah. As we eulogize Melissa today, please don't bring that gift you didn't bring. (laughs) Dear Stuart, it's been 20 years and I still haven't gotten a piece of jewelry. He gives you shit all the time, including the big bump bump. Don't you worry about it. Oh, he gives me shit all the time. Come on, team Stuart. (laughs) Shut up, Amy. I am. Sorry. I lisp yeah. and all. I'm on Team Stewart. Hey, he turned hey, off the the cameras so that I couldn't see the shenanigans that were going on in well, Florida. I didn't say he was a bright man, but I am on, so guys, I am on Team Stewart. <laughs> so guys, you have to stop because my wife can see you. Look, I say as of right now, go. And you should be saying what you say to me. You should say to you. Because you're safer yeah. than me. So following the checklist. Yeah, following the checklist. Why don't you just meet us at our place? Once you get where you're going, it's not like there's been 80 people in there that week. It's just you. You're good. I'm effectively. And whatever strippers. Yeah. And whatever happened here. Hey, whatever happens in in Florida (laughs) gives you COVID-19, gives you a disease. Yeah. I hope not. Um, Well, the other thing was we were traveling across state to go spend Passover with my in-laws. And they said, right. So there we are at a, right. They had a country club with old people after. So maybe, if anything, we just change our flights to go home from where we are, and I don't know. I will talk to Stuart when he comes home today after I get all the lipstick off the collars of his shirts, Ah. and yeah, I will. We'll have a discussion, but right now, I think we're on and we're going, but if the week before, there's just too more people have it than don't in Florida, yeah. I might I might pull out and financially if we take a loss which it doesn't seem like we will because all of the airlines have said you have up until 24 hours to make that choice I think and I don't so know far. I've not looked into it what I think they're doing is waiving a change fee so I think effectively whatever you've paid becomes a credit on a future flight and they simply don't I'm fine with that there's no penalty so I don't think that there's a if there was a refund if there was a do-over I think this might 
might even be more incentive for me to go, ah, but we could get out scot-free. I've already got incentive flights and this and that and hurricane changes. Right. I've got flights that I forgot about. Like I'm not very good at making good on the extra damn thing. So I, that's, I feel like it's, it, I'd have to look at it as a total loss. But again, I think it's the car seat on the airplane, right? What's, where does yeah. it, what does it boil down to? Do you need this week away with your family to feel like this is this for the intent under which it was planned or has the COVID scare changed you? And I mean, I do, us up. I do treat it like, I do treat it like the flu. I do treat it yeah. like the seasonal as, flu. As do we, which is why we're leaning towards going, dear listener, have you changed your entire life for this? Are you battening down the hatches? You I mean, you're talking to a girl who lives in a bubble anyway. I don't really leave the house very much. But uh, even talking about it is giving me a headache. So we don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. Well, let's shift um, to a new topic. All right. <laughs> and that was for John. That was so that we he's got a nice place to cut out, so that the next thing you say that he cuts to, unless this is going to be a beginning, middle, and ender. I like the I um, like the ender. You do like a good ender. Um, yeah, I don't know if this was going to be just a drop quick in. drop in. How do you feel about or or yeah, let's let's leave it at that. Let's just say, dear listeners, post on our on our page and let us know what your plans are for spring break. How has your life changed because of this pandemic? <laughs> Why don't you give it a bigger, more scary word? Like, okay. Um, pancake, pancake, academic. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ethan and I went out for breakfast this morning and the three kids next to us got chocolate, chocolate chip pancakes. And I started to cry. Did you go to your favorite? No, but the, the boys went there or the den there. Anyway. So tell us what you think. Has this pandemic ruined your life? Has it <sighs> made you I change your plans? I know. Now I-, I know pancakes. I smelled them, but I already had my little eggs Benedict Damn. with avocado. Is that good or it sounds creepy? Oh is it my good? God, it was so good. Does it just make it silkier and a little more? It was all the textures. It was all the textures. It was so good. And it was like the really good thick cut bacon, oh, not the yeah. like flimsy oh, one I oh, make, yeah. which is also good, but it's it's just it's like a, a different thing. It's a totally it's a different, different animal. Thing. Fat bacon. Same animal, different fat animal. Fat bacon yeah. is weekend bacon. I love the fat bacon. It's so good. I like it thick. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Thick from the That's end. That's why I'm yeah, taking a week. It. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know what all of you have decided to do with your time off and or your I don't leave the house. I only travel with Purell so that the cut in my hand catches on fire. And I, mean, with weigh in. I think I want to hear some weigh in as to the over- Amy Overkill, right? Bringing a couple of things and de-jizzing the seat that you're in. After you're in it, you're not delaying any other travelers. Missy says, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I don't know. I felt like that was a nice proactivator strategy. Do you think it's a waste of time? Let a, me know. You thought it was a compromise. Let me you know, guys. Nice Let compromise. me know if I'm wasting Let my own know. fucking time. Because as you could tell, I got a lot of time to waste. No, she doesn't. She's just saying that. Um, we love you guys. Stay healthy. Yeah. Stay cozy. Stay warm. Yeah. Let us know. And go wash your hands. All right. And please, for God's sake, you filthy animal, go wash your hands. (laughs) Bye. Bye.